This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another TFA Dynasty video. I'm Robbie Jeffers with the Fantasy Authority, and today I'm going over my updated tight end dynasty rankings as we sit here in startup season. That's right, there's no offseason in dynasty. So I'm going to go over my top 15 ranked dynasty tight ends that I have spread over five different tiers. Let's get it. mentioned tiers because tier-based ranking is, is really a way to tell a lot more about your rankings than just linear rankings. Uh, why? Because if you have players right next to each other in a linear ranking, people might think they're they're roughly the exact same. But when you have them based in tiers, you can tell where the gaps in value are. And the way I'm going to explain this a little bit better is by just diving into my fifth tier of tight ends. These are tight ends 15 all the way down to 10. I have six tight ends in this tier. And really what that means is I like all these guys pretty similarly, right? If you say you want to take a certain one in a startup over uh, another one, maybe you want to take number 14 over number 10, that's fine with me. It's just that I view these guys very similarly in this tier five. And, and this tier five for me is really uh, a bunch of tight ends that I think can finish as top 12 tight ends in any given season uh, for the next two or three years. So they're kind of younger guys that are right there on the cusp of either being a tight end ones or right there on the fringe. Starting off this tier, or at the bottom of the tier, I should say, is Dalton Schultz at tight end 15 for me. Then it's Irv Smith, Hunter Henry, Dawson Knox, Cole Komet, and then Pat Fryermuth. So let's touch quickly on each one. First is Dalton Schultz. So he is, uh, he was the tight end three this last year for the Cowboys. He absolutely broke out, had a fantastic year, but he is also a free agent, and he's one that's likely not to be retained by the Dallas Cowboys offense that threw it. 39 times a game. And so I think if he goes somewhere else, which he's most likely going to do, he's going to be in an offense that probably doesn't throw as often and probably doesn't throw to the same efficiency as he had in Dallas. And so that's why I have him kind of at the bottom of this tier. Next up is Irv Smith, who, you know, he had some flashes in his rookie and sophomore season. He missed last year with a meniscus tear, uh, but I think he's a, a much better athlete and a much better overall receiving tight end than Tyler Conklin, who replaced him this last year. Tyler Conklin finished as the tight end 17, which was pretty admirable. So I think that Irv Smith can absolutely be a fringe top 12 guy next year. Uh, Adam Thielen's obviously on the older side. We know Justin Jefferson's going to be the guy. 
Uh, KJ Osborne was nice and filled in well for Thielen, but I definitely think Irv Smith can be the number two in this offense, and he's only 24 years old. So he's going into his fourth year, only 24 years old. This is a guy that I think absolutely has not quite produced yet, but will here uh, coming up in 2022. Hunter Henry was finally healthy for an entire season. Praise the fantasy gods. Praise, praise the health gods here. Uh, he finished as a tight end nine on the season. He is the oldest player in this grouping at age 27, uh, but he's also had the longevity of being a top 12 tight end over the past three seasons. He has at least 50 catches, 600 yards uh, in each of those three seasons. And so I think he's a solid back end tight end one uh, that's going to remain there for the next couple of years. At 12, I have Dawson Knox. Uh, he's attached to a fantastic passing offense led by Josh Allen, and he absolutely broke out in his third season. He's just 25 years old, too. So what's the problem here? Why isn't he you know, at the top of this tier in a tier even better than this? I know consensus probably has him higher than I do. Uh, of the top 20 tight ends this past year, he had the third fewest targets out of all of them. He had a fantastic year, mostly due to nine touchdowns, which I think really propped up his season. Um, so if he can increase his targets, I think he can take that next step. But I'm really hesitant to project him for nine touchdowns year over year. Um, so that's what's going to keep him kind of in the middle of this tier for me. Number 11 is Pat Fryermuth, who had an incredible season for a rookie. Uh, most rookie tight ends don't even really hit a blip on the fantasy radar just because it takes a while for them to develop. Well, he was putting up 60 catches, nearly 500 yards and seven scores. You know, we love that start, but I'm kind of nervous to what the future can hold for uh, Pat Fryermuth. With all the unknowns at quarterback uh, and Pittsburgh formally throwing 38 times a game, I don't know if they still do that with a new quarterback at the helm. And there's just a lot of question marks there. I think his overall targets and yards and touchdowns probably takes a dip from last year, uh, but the long-term future is still very, very bright. Cole Komet is going to be at number 10 at the top of this, this tier here, and he's my biggest offseason buy at the tight end position. This guy had more receptions and yards than most of his peers in this group, and uh, he's going to take on an even bigger role with Jimmy Graham out of the picture here in 2022. I think even if he sees only a modest four to six touchdowns, he's going to be a middle-of-the-road tight end one, and he's not even 23 yet. He's going to turn 23 here in March. So uh, he has a lot of growing still to do, and I think with Justin Fields hopefully improving at the quarterback position, it'll only be – uh, upward projection for Cole Komet. Let's look at tier number four here. These guys are all guys that I view as kind of locked in top 12 tight ends if they all stay healthy. Uh, they can absolutely scratch the surface of being a top six tight end, but there's just something kind of holding them back from being consistently up in that upper echelon of, of tight ends. And that's number nine, Mike Gesicki, number eight, Dallas Goddard, and number seven, Noah Fant. Let's start with Gasicki. He is the best pure receiver of this group. He got a whopping 112 targets that he turned into 73 receptions and 780 yards. Uh, but he only found the end zone twice after finding it six times in 2020. He's also going to be a free agent this offseason. I think it's really 50-50 if the Dolphins do decide to bring him back. Uh, and they also drafted Hunter Long, you know, last year in the third round. So they can absolutely keep Mike Gusecki, but they've drafted kind of his replacement. And they could absolutely sign Durham Smythe, who's going to be a much cheaper option to pair with Hunter Long. Um, and Mike Gusecki could find a new team. So Mike Gusecki is a really talented receiver and one that can produce with targets they've given them. I just don't really know his landing spot. So this is kind of a holding place for me until I know 
uh, where he's going to land and what that could bring to his dynasty future at only 26 years old. At eight, we have Dallas Goddard, my South Dakota native brother. Love South Dakota repping in this tight end rankings here, racking up 830 yards on just 56 receptions. He's a high touchdown volume guy, but with his reception efficiency, I think he's going to keep his name in the tight end one conversation for the next two to three years. If Hurts, Jalen Hurts, the quarterback, takes a step forward, I absolutely think Goddard can do the same in 2022. So look for him to potentially rise on this list as well. The last of this tier, the highest of this tier, is Noah Fant, who finished as the tight end nine in the past two seasons. And I was with Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater as his starting quarterbacks. Can you imagine if this guy gets a Jimmy G or a Jameis Winston or who knows, maybe even an Aaron Rodgers? Uh, hell, I'd even take a rookie in Kenny Pickett or Matt Corral. I think all of these would be an upgrade on what he's had previously. Fant is a star waiting to blossom. I absolutely think with, with him being only 24 years old, he can absolutely be a guy that stays in this top 12 um, ranking and even scratches the surface as a top six tight end if he takes that step forward with a better quarterback throwing him the ball. So my tier three has three players in it as well. I view these players all kind of as top tight ends in this league. Uh, all top six finishers season in and season out over the next two to three years. But there's just a little something that's keeping them from that upper echelon, from being a top three tight end. Uh, that's George Kittle at number six, Darren Waller at number five, and then TJ Hawkinson at number four. Starting off with Kittle, you know, it, it's funny because as we go higher and higher in these rankings, it feels like the players are getting older and older, which is kind of the opposite of what uh, you're taught in Dynasty. But the reason Kittle's up here is just how electric he is when he's on the football field. He's going to be 28, but he's definitely one of the best tight ends that we have in the league. Uh, he always dominates and kind of finishes as a two top two or three tight end in points per game. Problem is, and what brings me to the first issue, is that he's not always on the field. He's only completed one full season in his five seasons. The second thing is, is he's going to have a little bit different uh, quarterback in Trey Lance. Trey Lance, is, as we know, is a rushing quarterback. Um, rushing quarterbacks normally take away from their passing attempts. So I do think there's going to be a downtick in the next two to three years for his target total. The third issue is that he's just not a high touchdown volume guy. And that's what we see in these top tight ends. Um, when I get to them, you'll notice that they're getting eight, nine, 10 double digit touchdowns kind of year in, year out. And Kittle uh, has had six. That was his highest this past year, but he's just really hasn't shown that he is able to be this uh, top touchdown producer. At number five, Waller, he, he's going to be 29, so he's the oldest guy that we've talked to to date, but he really um, has only had three full seasons as a starter. Um, he struggled with drug addiction early in his career, so he doesn't have as much wear and tear on his body as most 29-year-olds would. Uh, he averages over six receptions a game and 70 yards per game, so I think he's absolutely a, a playmaker at the position, one of the best at the position, and so I think he's locked in as a top-five tight end for the next two to three years. This is all assuming Derek Carr gets re-signed. At number four, we have TJ Hawkinson, and I'm sure this is going to be the name and the spot that gets the most pushback in the comment section. So I welcome you guys to uh, drop comments on who did you like, where, who did you not like, what thoughts do you have on these rankings? Uh, but I'm going to keep TJ Hawkinson here because he's an absolute stud and he was on a terrible Lions offense that I think will start to get better as they get better assets around him. He was a top six tight end in points per game and, and he's improved every single year he's been in the league. And I, I just think things will get better once the Lions add more weapons around him. 
Teams were able to double Hawkinson a lot in 2021. So I think he gets even better than his average of five receptions a game. I think he gets better than his four to six touchdowns per season. So I think I think with those improvements, he's a locked in top five tight end year in and year out. And he's only 24 years old. This is definitely a guy uh, that can be higher if he takes that next step. All right, we're at tier two. Tier two is a two-man tier, and, and these are guys that have been elite tight ends. They've been the tight end ones in the past. Uh, there's just a little something separating them and the person I have in a tier all by themselves up at number one. Uh, the first guy here in tier two is Travis Kelsey. People are absolutely impressed with Mike Evans doing eight straight 1,000-yard seasons. What about Travis Kelsey at the tight end position doing six straight seasons of 1,000 receiving yards? or having five of his six years with 1,100 receiving yards. Kelsey's an absolute monster. He's connected to one of the best quarterbacks in the league in Patrick Mahomes. The only reason he's down here at number three is he turns 33 in October. This is an age where we start to see a decline in tight ends, and I do expect Kelsey to remain a top three tight end here in the 2022 season. But after that, uh, I think we might start to see a little bit of a, a decline in production. Maybe he finishes top 10 in 2023, but then – uh, I think it's it's unsure where he goes after that, right, in his 34, 35-age seasons. So he's kind of at the, the point where he's going to keep dropping in dynasty rankings. But what keeps him up here right now for me is just how much his gap is in between um, where he finishes and then all the other tight ends not named Mark Andrews finished last year and, and just in his previous years. So last year he finishes the tight end two with 50 more points than the tight end three. So just that alone really sets a standard for if you're trying to win now this is a guy that needs to be rostered because he's he's going to score so many more points than everybody else all right at number two i have mark andrews it was death taxes and travis kelsey finishing as the tight end one these were the golden rules up until 2021 now kelsey move aside uh, we have a new king at the top of the tight end rankings and that is mark andrews um, he absolutely leveled up uh, with 153 targets 107 receptions 1,300 yards and nine touchdowns. Um, he has 26 touchdowns over the last three years and is clearly Lamar Jackson's favorite target. He's only 26 years old, and I don't think that production is going anywhere. Offense is going to really remain the same. Um, doesn't look like anything's going to change. So he's going to be a top three tight end for me at least for the next three years, and that's why I have him here at number two. All right, tier one for me only has one player, and you might call it preemptive, but I couldn't do it any other way. This is going to be where I, you find Kyle Pitts in my tight end rankings. That's right, at number one in a tier of his own. And he's really earned the right to be our dynasty tight end one with after he smashed rookie tight end records in 2021. At age 21, he had over 1,000 yards, and he disappointed some people with just one touchdown. Uh, but the touchdowns will come. Touchdowns are, are, are very volatile stat and even though Matt Ryan might be at the end of his career this is a guy that should put up you know four to six touchdowns and have the potential with his athleticism with his talent just how much better of an athlete he is than most of the defenders that will be guarding him he has the potential to be in the eight to twelve touchdown range you know as he progresses and gets better as a pro so he, he can be legitimately a top three tight end for the next decade half decade or more right so this is why he's going to be the runaway tight end one for me. So that's it. You have it there. My top 15 dynasty tight end rankings as we sit here in startup season. 
these will continue to change, you know, as we get through free agency, as we get the incoming rookie class in. So make sure you stay tuned. I want you guys to drop comments. What did you like? Who did you like where? Who did you not like? Where do you differ from me? Let's have some discord here in the comment section below. I'll be posting the rest of my positional rookie rankings as we go through here in the month of March. So stay tuned for those and the rookie profiles coming from all the guys here at TFA. We'll catch you next time. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately! Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old school greats and new school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.